Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. Today, we have a question for you, dear listener. Are you feeling distressed? Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Well, when you listen to today's podcast and tomorrow's, by the way, and or you watch us on YouTube, you will learn the 12 steps to defrag your mind, de-stress your life, and really get back into a sense of control and having a real clear direction. That's right. So we know that you're busy, busy, busy. You're slammed. You have tons of pending deals and all of the drama that comes with them. You're wondering what's okay to stop doing when you're in this situation and what must you never drop when you're consumed with business. Are you distressed yourself? Well, again, follow our 12-step action plan to turn off the stress and get into success. And here's what to temporarily let go of versus what to keep when you're time-starved, overwhelmed, super busy. Turn that stress into success by making great decisions. And again, this is going to be a two-part series. So in your notes, those of you who are smart enough to take notes, you need to start out by essentially having three categories because your homework from today's pod and tomorrow's pod is going to be the same thing for you to uh, make a list of the things you're going to do, delegate or ditch. So do write those three words down, those three phrases down, right? Do it, delegate it, or ditch it. And you're going to be creating a master list of all the things that are in your mind, uh, doing what we call a good old-fashioned brain dump, where you write everything down. And then you're going to start, um, you know, assigning each of the things that you wrote down on a piece of paper to the doing it, delegating it, or ditching it category. And I think you've already sort of seen into your future. Many of the things that are in your mind that you're going to be writing down, you're not going to be focusing on or doing at all. But you've got to pull them out of your head first in order for you to allow, your, frankly, your energies and your mental focus to go back into focusing and leaning into the things that you should be doing. At the end of the day, real estate is absolutely the simplest business in the world that people love to make incredibly complicated. And I think when we go through these points, you're going to be agreeing uh, that maybe many of the things that you've been told are important in real estate are absolutely not important. I mean, to the point where you don't even ever have to do them. I'm going to give you guys a little advanced warning here. At the end of the day, if you want to make uh, tons and tons, millions and millions, tens of millions of dollars in real estate, have ever-increasing levels of success, you have to master but a few things. Proactive lead generation, pre-qualifying, presenting, and negotiating, and arguably very good lead follow-up. Those are the things that you have to get really good at. If all you do in proactive lead generation for the sake of taking a listing, right, um, pre-qualifying a listing appointment, learning how to you know, win on a listing appointment, those things, those five things, when you learn how to do those at the highest level, you will quickly discover that everything else in your business is frankly optional, if in optional in the sense you probably won't want to do it. It's all the other noise that's entered into our industry in really the last 15 years that, in our opinion, has led directly to an epic failure rate for most real estate agents. Now listen, if you don't want to fail in real estate, the simplest, the, frankly, the thing that makes the most sense for all of you to do is join our Premier Coaching Program. And the best part is Premier Coaching is absolutely free. And you can join Premier Coaching now. It takes 22 seconds. Yes, I did time it. From the time you go ahead and do this now, text the word Premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, -E -E to 47372. Go ahead and do that now. Set your own timer. Notice it's 22 seconds. 
between you when you text the word Premier Now and when you actually join Premier Coaching. And the best thing about jo uh, joining Premier Coaching Now is you're going to be building momentum over the next few months, over the next six months. You're going to be learning what to do. You're going to be learning where to focus your energies. You're going to be allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to focus on fewer things so the things you choose to focus on, you are absolutely going to master, dominate, and you are going to absolutely positively have control of your future, thus having a hell of a lot less stress in your life. No matter what's happening with interest rates, politics, or whatever else, you're going to have a sense of direction. That only comes from knowing exactly what to do and how to do it, and that's what we focus on in Premier Coaching. And remember, Premier Coaching does include, this is not a watered-down Premier Coaching program, it does include a daily semi-private uh, coaching call with a Harris certified coach, a daily semi-private coaching call with a Harris certified coach. You can easily get access to that now. Just text the word premier to 47372. If you're outside of the continental United States, or if you just like to, you know, go right to the website, that's fine as well. Just go to, what is it? Members.timandjulieharris.com. Yeah, thank you. Members.timandjulieharris.com. Members.timandjulieharris.com. But the quick and easy button is to definitely just text the word premier to 47372, like 98% of you are listening to us on your cell phones. So do that now. Remember when texting message and data rates may apply. So speaking of your stress reduction plan, this is part one of what to keep and what to ditch when you are feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling stressed out. And as usual, point number one is a mindset point to get us started. Mindset check. Are you really that busy or are you just disorganized? Take a day to get real about what you're actually managing. Sometimes just dedicating a day or even two days to getting a grip is actually all you need. Don't tell yourself you're overwhelmed. Instead, your affirmation is that you are surrounded by opportunity. Isn't that more accurate? So check your mindset. That's point number one. And really, if you're finding yourself feeling that, you know, that emotion that Julie just, uh, you know, was expressing in her first point, the real one of the best ways for you to, again, define um, really what's important to you is to start eliminating, like I was talking to you a second ago, the things that you are allowing your mind to focus on or think about or even have you know floating around in your mind. Media-free is one of the points we're going to talk about, but that's something that all of you should employ urgently. Actually start inputting less content, media, uh, listening to fewer things, frankly, watching, just completely purge yourself from all forms of news. And Julie and I did that years ago. We very, we take a little tiny dosing of news every single day. And other than that, we don't listen to anything. We do that intentionally because even as uh, we think our mindsets are really strong, we think we're very focused and all the rest of it, but we can be manipulated too. We can be made to feel scared or, you know, this way or that way. If we allow ourselves to be um, essentially influenced by people like the media, like the news that are, you know, not necessarily having our best interest um, at heart. So please do consider one of the first things that all of you can do is go completely media free. We've done a lot of podcasting on this. It's very simple. You know, don't start your day with media, checking your phone, checking the news feed, watching the weather, Listening looking at crap. all that garbage. Just stop doing it. You will find yourself going through stages of withdrawal. The first part is going to be jittery. You're going to feel like if you're getting off caffeine, why someone would want to get off caffeine? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? That seems sounds weird, right? Preposterous. But if you, you're going to go through different stages of withdrawal as you go through the media, notice how you physically feel discomfort as you're stopping, uh, allowing yourself to you know be addicted to the latest news. It's because your brain has been manipulated into looking for those external little bumps that triggers a dopamine hit. And as, if you stop that, 
you will physically feel the withdrawal from not watching the latest news on MSNBC about some stupid political thing. You guys get the point? So give yourself a break because once you stop, you purge that stuff from your life, then it's going to allow other things, better things, more meaningful things to enter your life. And by the way, that's going to be about helping people and making money, helping them uh, buy or sell real estate. Speaking of helping people, point number two, proactive lead generation cannot stop anytime, but especially when you're busy. You must actively pursue new qualified appointments every single workday. This is the most important action that you take daily, whether you have pendings or not, whether you have active listings or not. Always on every call, whether it's a home inspector or a lender, a past client or a pending, you've got to ask, who else do you know who could use my help buying or selling real estate? And here's a secret. This point number two, that proactive lead generation cannot stop, even or especially when you're, business, when you're busy, this is the quintessential top producer and up-and-coming top producer, arch nemesis getting busy and then dropping the ball on virtually everything else. It's the number one reason that agents experience feast or famine. And no, it doesn't have to be that way. And no, that's not normal. I know some of you have been told that. So I was on a call today with someone who, Julie and I are, are proudly with eXp Realty. And if you're interested in joining eXp Realty, many of you are on your way to joining eXp Realty and you're looking for a sponsor that's going to be proactive in your real estate business and as, and as well as your success at eXp Realty, just so you know, we're formally applying. We'd love the opportunity to earn the right to be your EXP Realty sponsor. You could text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. So I'm on the phone this morning with a gal who's actually wanting to join EXP Realty under, uh, with someone who's a part of our organization. Um, and very nice gal. Her first name was Grace. If she's listening, I won't use her last name, Grace. And she sold $10 million of real estate last year. She's going to sell $11 million this year. So she's successful. She's in her 20s. She's an individual agent. She doesn't have any staff. She's doing really well. But all of her leads are – now, that's her dollar volume. That's Don't just assume that she's making 25 or 3% of whatever those numbers are because she's part of a team, and she's on a commission split, and she's paying all these other fees. Her big fear of switching to EXP and becoming a truly independent agent and not being associated with a team – that's feeding her leads anymore was just that not being fed leads. And she did not understand how incredibly fragile your business and frankly, your financial future is if you're dependent on somebody else to provide you leads. That is insanity. It's building your mansion on land you do not own. You wouldn't do that, right? You wouldn't even build a doghouse on land you don't own. <laughs> Hopefully not. And yet so many of you are building your financial futures on land you do not own. Land is the that you do not own is the as for example, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, all these systems and services change how you go about getting uh, search results on a regular basis. So you could be king of the mountain on YouTube, and then two weeks later, your videos don't even show up, and there goes your lead generation. That is not the way to build a business. That is a way to supplement a business that's built on proactive lead generation. You can do the social stuff. You can do all that stuff as a supplement to the proactive lead generation. You must Learn how to be a proactive lead generator if you're going to be successful long-term in this business. Full stop. You guys know examples. I can give you countless examples of people that have had the rug completely pulled out from underneath them because they were so dependent on buying their business. Social networks, social media is buying your business. Buying your business literally from referral companies. Buying your business from Zillow Flex or any of these other sources. That is the route to a short real estate career because of the fact that you're building your mansion on land you do not own. 
So I asked her what her fear was with regards to going independent. It was just that. She doesn't know how to proactively lead generate. How many of you are in that exact situation? You're limiting your career. In her case, you know, she was second guessing, like, does she want to go to this broker or that broker? Because she was fearful of knowing how to generate leads herself. She had never been exposed to the idea. Remember, she's not been in real estate for very long that her business must be built on leads that she knows how to proactively generate. And that always is there reminding me that type of conversation constantly. There's so many of you, probably about all of you who do not realize that if you build your business based on bought leads, branding as bought leads, guys, all this stuff that you think is what you're supposed to do. It's like a religion. Do not argue with the Holy church of branding. The high priests of branding says my business is all supposed to be about my brand. No, that's not true. Your business is supposed to be about the results you get for other people and the profit you make from those results. All this other stuff, guys, is the noise that you need to give yourself permission to no longer pay attention to so you can focus on what really matters, which is a review, proactive lead generation, pre-qualifying, presenting, um, negotiating, and lead follow-up. Those are the skill sets you need to master. All these other things are ancillary and ancillary in the sense you could choose not to do them. Be very, very clear. If you want to be in this business for a long period of time, decades, your career, if you want to make real honest to God, you know, millions of dollars selling real estate, not just making it in terms of I sold 10 million, making it in terms of I actually earned 10 million to myself. That was what my income is. You're going to have to learn how to be a proactive lead generator. If you're hearing this for the first time, listen to what I'm saying. And please do not forget the lesson because at the end of the day, it might be the most important thing you'll hear all year. Do not buy your business. Do not think you can build your business based on bot leads. Otherwise, you are always going to you're going to have an anti-fragile business and that's going to create an anti-fragile future. The anti-fragility is going to build momentum into your future. You guys conceptually understand what I'm saying? It just makes sense, doesn't it? All right. So point number three, again, we're talking about what to ditch and what to keep when you're feeling overwhelmed, Tim just talked to you about the number one thing you cannot let go is your proactive lead generation. Now, related to that is point number three, deadlines cannot be ignored or procrastinated. You cannot just ignore that. You can lose a deal by losing track of time or having misunderstandings with the other side. Remember that people scan through DocuSigns without really realizing what they're signing. You cannot be part of that. Use a transaction coordinator if this is getting out of control. EXP has some great transaction coordinators. But don't screw up earnest money deposits, contingency releases, inspection dates just because you're behind, just because you're overwhelmed. Get clarity and or get help to put your mind at ease. Julie and I talk about this in our best-selling book, Harris Rules. Of course, it's available at Barnes & Noble and every major bookseller. Um, you should definitely hire a transaction coordinator. The traditional, I think, you know, way we've always taught agents to do it is after you've done, this all depends on your average sale price, truthfully, but after you've done three uh, transactions per month for three months in a row or five transactions per month for three months in a row, depending on your sale price. In some markets, frankly, if you're selling one house per month for three months in a row. Yeah, but the point is it's consistency, showing that you actually need a transaction coordinator. At that point, you can consider hiring a transaction coordinator to work full-time for you. That said, I'm not sure if that's the state-of-the-art uh, path to go forward with because you can delegate, hire out as needed so much of the, of the work that would be otherwise having to be done by some staffer that works exclusively for you. And Julie mentioned EXP. They've got a fantastic, all of you EXP agents listening, they've got a fantastic transaction coordination team. 
that for 250 bucks a file, you know, frankly, will do all the hassle work, the detail focus, deadline stuff. So you can focus on actually generating new leads and closing transactions. You can generate, you can focus on the stuff that makes you money, right? So there's the dollar, you know, the, the, the money servicing activities, the money generating activities. You want to spend as much time in the money generating activities as you can. And that's the, obviously, the proactive lead generation, the pre-qualifying, the presenting, um, you know, and the, uh, the lead follow-up. I forgot one, but it doesn't Negotiating. Matter. Negotiating, yeah. thank you. Yeah, that's where you should be focusing your best energies. Um, and nice thing about EXP's uh, transaction coordination is you can actually margin that. So you can actually have the, you can pay the 250, but you can charge the buyer, or the seller, maybe 350, maybe 450. We know of someone that's charging $1,000. So they're making basically $700 off every closed transaction in addition to the commission because they're marking up the cost of the transaction coordination. And All, they're not having to do the transaction coordination. And they're not having yeah. to do it. So they're making money from it and they're not having to do it. You could do all this as well. And again, if you are looking for an upgrade to your brokerage situation or your team situation, at least consider eXp Realty. We'd love to have a conversation with you. Text me at 512-758-0206. All right, next point, Julie, is fantastic. Point number four. Point number four, you've got to keep your visual accountability and whiteboards updated. They cannot be ignored or put off. Now, we teach this both in the Harris Rules Book, in the Real Estate Treasure Map, and of course, in Premier Coaching. So if you don't know what we're talking about, and I'm sure we've done podcasts about this too. Tons. But keeping track of visual accountability. In order to know if you're actually on track ahead or behind, you have to update those boards daily. Don't ignore your boards just because you feel like you're currently on track or ahead or overwhelmed. Not tracking your business is what will make you behind in a matter of days or weeks. So the whole explanation on what Julie just said is included with Premier Coaching when you join Premier Coaching, and it is included in the Real Estate Treasure Map. Is that yes. right? Mm -hmm. Right. And it's also in the Harris Rules book. It's also on level one once they join. Right. Soon they as get soon that as they as join Premier they... Coaching. So text the word Premier to 47372, and you can have immediate access to how to set up the dry erase boards. Uh, and that really is a fantastic it's honestly, that's one of the best ways to really level off the highs and the lows, emotional highs and lows of real estate is by organizing your workspace, your work environment that's completely reinforcing what you should be focusing on. The dry erase boards guys are going to be um, essentially a board that's going to be up on the wall that's going to, you know, denote how many listings you're supposed to have, how many closings, how many pendings, all the good stuff that frankly makes you money. But it's a, there's a specific methodology to it. It's not just go buy a whiteboard and start writing stuff right. on it. There's a specific way that is highly effective that we teach you. Okay, so we're talking about what to keep and what to let go when you're feeling overwhelmed. Point number five, posting on social media, it's okay to let it go, mostly. You should post your coming soon listings and your just launched listings. Post your client testimonials and your wanted postings looking for inventory for your buyers. But if it's not directly connected to those items, you can let that go until the dust settles. You don't have to spend hours searching for content that's not in support of your actual work. Now, so this is another conversation I had with somebody else today prior to the podcast. And it all came down to this one question that I asked them. And he answered the question uh, in the, frankly, the ideal way. But here's mm -hmm. the question all listeners, you guys got to really drill down on this. Um, if you have a choice, and this is interesting because you're going to answer this differently depending on your age and frankly, your life experience, but mostly your age. If you have a choice and you could only choose one to choose to be rich or to be famous, be rich or be famous, you cannot choose both. Which would you choose? And here's the thing. It's very interesting. When you were younger, you define what that is. 
you're going to almost always, despite the fact you don't want to admit it, choose famous. And then as you get older, what happens is your ego's desire to have recognition and acceptance from you know people in general will be replaced by your desire to be free. And that's where, you know frankly, you would have chosen to be rich. And if you're smart, if you're really smart, you'll choose to be rich when you're young and not focus so much on wanting to be famous. Hopefully that makes sense. And this is the reason it's important because you do have to choose, especially in this you know day and age of social media. And so many people have are thinking that if they make themselves seem and look famous and successful on social media, that the fame and the success and the money uh, will follow. But what they've really been done, what's really happened is they've been suckered into believing by some of these snake oil social media salespeople into believing that, you know, one thing will lead to the other. It does not work like that in real estate or, by the way, in life. And, and unless, of course, you just want to be a generalized, you know, social media influencer. And even then, you're going to have to have something that people are going to want to watch. It could be something that's, uh, you know, what would be the word? <laughs> Tantalizing? Yes. <laughs> Perhaps is mm-hmm. nice, I think, uh, clean way of saying it. Or you're going to have to have something that's, in, you know, funny or interesting or entertaining. But what a lot of you are thinking that you have to do when you get into real estate is build some big social media presence. And I know there are gobs of gurus out there that are telling you that's what you have to do and you have to focus on building your brand. If you want, and it's all convoluted information, and I'll just, I'm going to bore you a little bit, but hopefully this helps some of you. There was an enormous movement uh, as part of the hustle culture or whatever for all these younger people, millennial types to start their own social media companies. And a lot of them uh, did it. Gary Vanderchuk was the leading edge of teaching people how to essentially start their own media companies. That was one of his educational you know, products, right? And it was a great idea at the time. And there were a lot of millennials that did it. And you maybe have been, frankly, uh, believing from some of the social media that they've created that you have to create it. Everyone tells you that what matters most in your business is your brand, right? Haven't that, isn't that been beating into you? Your brand, your brand, your brand. What brand really means or what brand is trying to mean is reputation. That's what they're trying to usurp the word reputation. What they're trying to do, and I want you to think about what I'm telling you because it's true and it should be self-evident to all of you. They're trying to convince you to, frankly, uh, try to convince the public through all of your great marketing and branding through social media to manufacture the perception that you're successful. And in doing so, you're then going to have the reputation of being successful. You get it? What they're trying to convince you that you can do, which you cannot, it is a lie, is they're trying to convince you that you can essentially skip the step of having actually earned the right to be successful uh, by essentially, uh, essentially smoke and mirroring the world into making it appear like you're successful. That's what most of the social media is about. It's about tomfoolery. It's about snake oil. It's about teaching. It's about trying to convince normal, good-hearted, moral, ethical people that they have to start acting a little bit sleazy, frankly, to all of a sudden try to convince the public that they are something that they're not, which is a very successful. And here's the problem with that is because it doesn't work and you're pissing away time and years and energy and oftentimes money and you can't get that back. And then when it doesn't work, you don't blame the guru that taught you this Mickey Mouse. You blame yourself and then out the window goes any ambitions or any any level of confidence you were trying to build for yourself to actually be a successful entrepreneur because you chose the wrong path. You guys get it? So here's really what you want. You want a great reputation. 
The only way you get a great reputation is by helping other people accomplish their goals. Full stop. That's it. Nothing more. And it's actually, it, it's Warren Buffett's partner, Char Charlie Munger, mm -hmm. right? You guys want to argue with uh, me? Go ahead. You want to argue, argue with one of the world's richest men, Charlie Munger? Have fun with that, okay? <laughs> right. So what he says is don't try to be famous yourself. Try to make the results you get for other people famous. And that's what I'm saying. That's right. The best way to look successful is to actually be successful. And that is the direct result of helping other people to there, get their success. There's something to be said for faking it until you make it when you're building confidence and you're trying, you don't want to obviously walk around flip flops and look like a slob. And so if you want to, you know, when we talk about this in Harris rules, you definitely want to dress to the person that you want to be, but you don't want to act like you've done something you haven't. That's called a lie. That's called being a con man or woman. That's just the reality of it all. So if you want to be successful in this business long-term, do open your mind to the fact that you have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And that's going to be all the crappy stuff you don't want to do. It's going to be all the hard stuff you don't want to do. It's going to be making calls and making contacts when you don't want to do it, you know, frankly, at the highest level. That's what it's going to require. And anybody that tells you you can shortcut it by trying to fool the public into thinking something you're not, they're lying to you. That's right. So let's wrap up with point number six of things to keep and things to ditch. Well, this one is non-negotiable. Your continuing or now it's called qualifying education requirements, your QE. You can let it go, but only if you've scheduled it and are committed to getting it done on time. If you're already behind and the clock is ticking, well, you've got no choice but to get it done ASAP. Always know what education is due by which dates. I do hear this from you guys in your texts and your emails. You hear that from uh, some of our EXP agents. They're like, you know what? I got to go get this qualifying education done. That's my priority. That becomes the prevailing thing in your schedule when you wait too long. Well, let's have full confessional here. How many Myself included. How many licenses <laughs> have you and I had A that lot. we've allowed to expire because uh, we didn't update our CE? And I can tell you, I know exactly what to do for me. I have got <laughs> one quarter to do it in, and I know what the uh, requirements are. So, you know, that's something that is easy to be ignored. Fortunately, the boards have gotten pretty good at reminding everybody what's due. But get it scheduled, and then you can stop having that cloud hovering over you that you know you've got to get it done. Julie, I, I'm thinking back in my little rant there on social media, and I just mm -hmm. want to be clear. Social media does have a place, but it's in the back seat to learning how to be a proactive lead generator. I know that there are probably tens of thousands of people that are listening to what I just said and what you and I talked about on this podcast, and they're totally confused. But you're not confused, listeners. You're really not. If you're feeling confused because we're the only ones that are telling you what we just said and everyone else is telling you to do something else, well, here's the only question you have to ask yourself. Which do you feel more comfortable doing? Having conversations face-to-face -face with people, essentially use, having a scripted, outlined conversation, or trying to figure out how to make a bunch of dance-around TikTok videos that are hopefully one day attract people to want to actually do a real estate transaction If they with even you. find it at all. Do you guys get the point? Do you see the the anti-fragility of building your business on land you don't own, it doesn't make sense. You don't have an unlimited amount of time. You don't have an unlimited amount of ambition. Well, maybe some of you do. You don't have an unlimited amount of money to experiment. Stop wasting time. Start taking yourself and your potential seriously and start mastering the art and the science of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Remember, if you're wanting to know what your North Star is, if you're wanting to have that one thing that's going to drive you, just remember this. You are a blessed person living in a blessed time in a blessed industry. You're selling something that everybody needs. You just have to make it so that, that when they do want to buy or sell or lease or what have you, they're doing it with you. You cannot TikTok your way into being that preferred 
you know, expert in their minds. You have to earn that. The way you earn that is by actually having done it with other people because you've been able to essentially help them accomplish their goals. Otherwise, you're going to be forever on the treadmill of buying business because you're never going to actually have created something. You're going to be like, here's a question. Here's a fun question. Why is it that you think your brand is important? Do you think that at the end of the day, uh, a buyer gives a rat's ass who the listing agent is or do they just want to buy the house? You guys get the point? Do you think a list, a seller cares what your brand is or do they just care that you've proven your ability to get the house sold? You guys see how insane it all is? Now, if you want to spend time on social media, Julie and I do, it's a fun part-time hobby, you know, and a lot of you guys do it that way. That's great, but it is not a primary lead driver. It is not a foundational pillar in your business. It could be for a short period of time until someone decides to, you know, change the nature of uh, the platform. I, I mean, I'll give, I'll lead you guys around the bend on this because this is the social media stuff and being overwhelmed with all the stuff that comes with it is one of the main drivers in our opinion, just the epic high failure rate in the real estate industry. And I'll give you this example and then we'll round the bend. Look at tick or not TikTok, but look at Instagram. Julie and I post on Instagram. We use Instagram. It's fine. But here's the fact. Instagram has been primarily pictures, right? I mentioned this last week, but it's still interesting. Now, Instagram sees that TikTok is starting to kick its butt. You know, uh, Mark, what's his last name? Zuckerberg. Yeah, sees that Insta and he owns Instagram. Facebook owns Instagram. So they're realizing that TikTok is with short little, you know, 15 second videos or whatever, it's starting to smoke the views on uh, Instagram. Instagram's losing views. Facebook is losing views. So now they decide, well, let's copy TikTok. So now on Instagram, which has been mostly pictures for a long period of time, they're now wanting you to put up, frankly, low quality, low budget, short videos. And they're going to, uh, their search engine algorithms, their SEO in essence for those old timers out there, they're all of a sudden going to start giving more preference, more views. You might have 15 billion followers on Instagram. But if you're not now putting up little short videos, those followers aren't going to see your videos. If you've been, if you built your, you know, your uh, mansion based on pictures, all of a sudden you're going to find, and that's been a primary lead driver for you is Instagram. And you're now not adapting and not using video, short little snippet videos. You're smoked. You're out of the game. You're going to have somebody, some little upstart who's going to blow past you because of the fact they're able to make lots and lots of little tiny videos. That happens on all these different social media platforms. There's and then been, they're going to change it again after that. Totally. They change right? it all the time. That's what I asked you the other day. What's going to happen when we're down to three blinks and you're done? You know, they keep shortening exactly. it or whatever the case may be. So you can't become dependent on that. We're not saying don't do social media. Don't be confused. What we are saying is that what you do has to be in support of the actual work that is building your actual real world reputation, such as a for sale sign followed by a pending sign followed by a sold sign in the neighborhood you are working. All that stuff is interesting. It's fascinating. I like it too. It's like a hobby. That's how Julie and I think of it, but it's not a primary lead generator for real estate. Now, if you are selling like, I don't know, women's clothing that's not very expensive, like you see a lot of on, on TikTok, if you're selling some little tchotchke thing and that's, and yeah, that's probably a fantastic way for you to sell your little cheap product is a social, but you guys aren't plagued with that problem because everywhere around you, everyone already wants to buy or sell real estate. You don't have to go looking for people that want to go buy or sell real estate. Matter of fact, today in your MLS, 
How many expired listings were there? Those are all people that want to sell real estate and probably buy it as well. And from taking that listing, you'll generate tons of other listing opportunities. You don't have to go searching for people that want to do deals with you. They're raised, their hands are raised. They're saying, please help me. Please call me. Please actually help me solve this problem. And yet a lot of you are being suckered into believing that you have to be social media influencers as your primary lead driver. And from that, all of a sudden these expireds are going to start calling you. No, they're not. Neighbors are going to start calling you. No, they're not. They're going to call you because you sold the other, the, the, you know, the house down the street. How'd you get the house down the street? Because you went and talked to them when they were doing a garage sale and you found out they wanted to put their house for sale. You guys get it. And I know a lot of you don't want to hear what I'm saying because you have invested so much time, energy, and money into all this other social media stuff. And you've just jumped from the, you know, you're so happy when someone mentions they see you on TikTok or someone says they watched you on Instagram or they liked your Facebook video, all these vanity metrics. But who cares if you're not actually generating closed transactions? If you want the fastest, most profitable way to real estate success, and any kind of success, but primarily in real estate, because that's what Julie and I truly know, you definitely want, have to learn how to be a proactive lead generator. So that is part one. We'll talk more about this on part two. Um, thank you for keeping this number one listen to daily podcast and hopefully soon YouTube channel for real estate professionals. Uh, if you guys are interested in joining Julie and I at eXp Realty, I strongly encourage you to text me directly. Text, text, text. And this is my real cell phone. Um, 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. That's right. So get to work and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.